Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit. I thought you guys were almost going to miss it. Andy, you didn't say it. I thought I thought it was supposed to be spotlight on them because I think if I would have said it, it would have. Oh, I, God. I, I, okay. have, I have a microphone okay. right in my mouth. Okay. okay. Hello, listeners. Hello, live audience. I'm your host, Chrissy Grody. And today for our very special live recording, I'm back with the OG host with the most, Andy Zafiris. Andy's going to join me for the intro. We'll run through our same three questions. Favorite workout, the thing, and a wild card. And since I started the podcast, I had this dream of doing a live event. And so who better than to do it with me than this girly right here who helped me get the podcast off the ground. So appreciative. Thanks for being here. Yeah. How are you feeling right now? I kind of like nervous. This is weird. <laughs> I know it's used to just being us two, right? Yeah, Sitting I kind of feel like I'm giving like a speech, but like nobody really wants to hear it. You know? <laughs> I don't think that's the case. I don't think it's the case. We want to hear it. I would. Oh, before we start, before we start, really quick, we're going to play a drinking game. So if you're listening at home, you can also play this drinking game. Maybe not if you're driving, but I, I think truly, right? We're at a bar, we're at the beautiful back patio of Comfort Station. I want to encourage you all to get more cocktails, to get drunk. I'm not going to hold you and me accountable to this game because, quite frankly, we don't need a game to get drunk. No, we can do it no. on our own. Mm -hmm. So the only way to play, whenever you hear the word fuck, you got to take a drink. Okay? Sound good? All right. Perfect. Andy, what's been your favorite workout? Okay. So um, shout out to Yolanda. I see you, girl. Saturday. Um, AM, we, Kelly Amshoff was back in town, um, and did a workout from at, Chicago, from Chicago, did a workout that was, um, 45 minutes of all cardio, all torture. Like, of course it was. Why are you surprised? I How many burpees did you do? Okay. Technically, um, only probably four minutes of them. Um, but if, if we're talking like burpee variations, we're going to go eight minutes. I have a goal for the remainder of 2020 to never do another burpee. Cool. I don't I want to do one I burpee. wouldn't want you to do a 180 jump squat burpee, so. No. But how was it? It was fun, though. Oh, it was so fun. And you then, did it at Matry? Yeah. yeah. So then we got to get beers afterwards, um, which I haven't had like a 930 beer since college, and I got a double IPA, which Ooh. was aggressive spicy yeah i mean it was a really aggressive move to go grocery shopping after but. that's probably the best way to do it are you kidding me there's like a little bit of a buzz walking through kroger to handle an oakley kroger i was like, like I double stuff oreos i definitely need these it's like always my go-to of the thing that i don't need to do i'm like an oreo that's fine yeah no, no. you think you need those i don't no. know if that's a non-need for sure, for sure so 45 minutes of was it cardio and then was there like a was it just cardio it was like 40 minutes of cardio, five minutes of abs, which like I have the weakest core in Cincinnati. Um, Debatable. And I trust me. And I was sitting next to Nick and he's like, this is pretty sad. Like you're a fitness instructor. And I was like, we don't do abs in my class. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know how I feel about the abs at the end of class kind of deal. It's feels a little retro. Yeah. Not hating on Kelly because it was really right. fucking no, for hard. Sure. For sure. Fucking hard. I where are you guys drinking? Thank you. Thank um, you. And so it's fine. Like yeah. I, I needed to probably do that like once a month. Sure. Um, got a it social in. event. Check. I'll 
See you in November. Totally, totally. Okay, so my favorite workout this week um, is it pretty simple. So I was having a lot of rest days coming off my PR deadlift, and I don't mean to brag, but I can lift 250 pounds off the ground and put it back down on the ground. Shout out to my strength coach who's in the audience. Johnny, thank you. Get me strong as fuck. So because of that, I don't know if you're aware, but I'm do, I, have a, I have the Sunday hike. Every Sunday, I go on a hike. And so this Sunday, I went to Mount Airy. We had to stay local. Mm-hmm. So I went to Mount Airy and just did like a like four miles. But it felt like the perfect amount of activity. It was like enough to like get my endorphins going. Like I, we were going at a pretty solid pace. So my heart rate was up. My blood was pumping. It just like felt nice to be walking in the woods. Mm-hmm. And towards the end, it was like pretty much all uphill. So I had to like take off the layer and like it feels so fucking good when you take off that first layer get a little breeze and you feel like the mm. the breeze on your sweaty skin it was nice just felt good also let's just quickly recognize four miles isn't like a ah, it was just a four mile hike it put me on my ass it, but okay but we're hiking to mount airy so it's like it's pretty flat like you can hear the highway on the woods <laughs> and we did it we did seven miles at the gorge the week before and that was great and and felt amazing but for whatever reason just like i left this like four mile because i'm a a professional hiker this like four mile just being like it's good just felt good that's great to get in the woods yeah that's great i love i love a walk i love a walk yeah highway background perfect okay what do you want to talk about what's your thing okay so i've been debating this um all week controversial and uh i really like i've been like grounded to one and i'm like that's it that is what I've got to get out of my body, my system. Like, that's what I got to talk about. And then it changes. Um, so this is going to be like more of a call for help. Um, SOS. I have a very bad addiction to sugar. Like, like what are we talking? I was, Like you wake up in the morning jonesing, like, dreaming about it? No, but I was like. Are you dro- like foregoing like, meetings with loved ones? I was like, are you dropping the I ball at like work? I was like drunk on Friday. And Michael said I woke up and was like, I just got to get something. And he was like, no, you don't. I was like, I got to get <laughs> no, something. And I was heading towards the cupboard. And I grabbed some chocolate. And I was like, it's just what I need. So like, is it chocolate? Is chocolate the sugar chocolate. addiction? We also it's have chocolate. someone in the live audience that might be experiencing a sugar addiction. I don't want to call her out, Ellen Whitney. But you two maybe can get together for a meeting or something. I don't know. Do you need to like start a group i just i think i need some recommendations for some help this is just a call for help oh okay why do you need help because it's out of control i'm sleepwalking and i'm like i gotta get something (laughs) fucking no i don't no yeah well do you want to like do a deep dive like where is this coming from is there is there a void in your life that maybe you're not addressing that you need to think like what does the sugar represent what do you need that you're not getting? Here we go. We're going to get into it. Sugar. Oh. <laughs> All right, fair. Well, okay. It's the sugar that I'm not getting that I obviously need more of. It's not like, oh, do you, you didn't eat enough at lunch. You probably do that. It's like, oh, I didn't have enough sugar in my breakfast. Okay, so I think the first step, right, is admitting you have a problem and that you want help. Publicly. So you do you want help? Yeah, I, this, this is an SOS. I, I okay. fucking need help. Okay. Um, can you, can you wean yourself off with sugar-free options? Um, so I've 
we're we're like there. Okay. We're, we're, we have some, some options. Stevia, some monk fruit. Oh, we've got stevia. Okay. We've got Lily's chocolate, no sugar added. But you know, who am I to resist a Reese cup? Oh, I mean, right now, how could you? The pumpkins? Well, and okay, Kayla, calling you out. In the um, live I saw that you had dark chocolate Reese thins. So I've been talking about them to my dad for two months. And if I tell my dad I want something, it's his own personal mission to get me that times 10. Um, so I have like six cases of pumpkin beer and now too many Reese's Thins. I think you got to get it out. You got to get it out. Like you can't have it around you. If you really want to start you know, you got to purge yeah. the space. You got to have a clean space. You're going to waste them. Uh, there is this really crazy event that's coming up that's happening that people <laughs> walk around and ask for free candy that you could do it then. I'm not wasting on children. Never. It sounds like you don't want the help, Andy. It really sounds like you don't want the help. You need to do some re-examining and you need to come back to us and figure out what is the, what is the sugar representing in your life and what, what can you do? I would just life. like to hear from other sugar addicts. Um, feel free to reach out to me. You can call the What the Fit voicemail. And you can leave a voicemail and tell us what Andy should do to curb her sugar addiction. Help. Okay. So I have two things I want to talk about. Right. They're like, they're small things, but I was just so excited I couldn't pick one. Great. Okay. So the first thing it I just did that annoying thing again that I told you guys about. You get it? So I have a new obsession. You can guess what it is? You can guess what my obsession is? No? You can't? Can you give me a hint? Um, okay. I'll tell you. It's pickleball. Oh, so, actually, I should have I should have known, but you're, I hate to tell you, but you're severely underdressed for it. I, I'm aware. You don't even I'm have aware. a skirt. I'm a aware. A little bit of the wardrobe. I'm aware. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So I have a new obsession, pickleball. I've been just absolutely loving it. And it's one of those things, right, that I said I would never do. Like, I'm like, this is one game I said I would, I, I'm not going to do it, and here I I'm, am doing it. And I'm like, what else am I capable? What's next? Am I going to golf? Am I going to, like, skateboard? I don't know. Oh. I don't know what I could do. But, so. Are you good? At pickleball? Yeah. I'll I'll get into it. So, for those those who don't know, pickleball um, is, like, a combination of tennis and ping pong. So, it's played on, like, a shorter tennis court, a shorter net, more narrow, and with a paddle and, like, a wiffle ball, so not a racket. Uh, Still, absolutely, I think tennis attire is, you know, preferred. So typically, I believe it's played uh, doubles. I, in my experience, have only played singles, except for recently we played two on one, but I can't even get into that because it involves talking about how good Ryan is at something and I'm in a good mood and I don't want to ruin it. So originally the sport was like positioned to me as a sport for seniors, but Mm. especially if you play singles, it's hard. And, like, you have to be athletic and run and, like, dive or, like, lunge at the ball. And I'm working up a sweat. And it's, like, it's just the right amount of difficulty that you can pick it up quick and you can get into it. But that, like, practice will make you better. So I need to keep practicing. I'm not not that good, but I have every intention I'm going to be at the pickleball courts every weekend. I'd love to come. I always think I'm not athletic at all. Every sport I try, I'm terrible at. So every time I... Try this a new might not sport. Be for you, then. No, every time I try a new sport, I think that it might be it. Oh. Um, so I haven't tried this one yet. Uh, like recently, I tried to play tennis. Um, tennis is hard. I really, I had a feeling. I picked up the ball and I was like, 
isn't it? <laughs> this is the one. Was it? No. Sure was not. You should try pickleball. But and I will give you some like local pickleball gossip. So there's two spots. Listen up. There's two spots that I'm aware of that you can play. And there's somewhat of a, a pickleball turf war going on between Sawyer Point and Lunkin. And so originally I went to Sawyer Point. It's very crowded there. It's free and it's very crowded. And you know, the players, they're a little too friendly. They're a little too much in your business, like trying to tell you how to live your pickleball life. It's a free court. And and like, yes, maybe you have been playing pickleball for 20 years more than me, but like I just want to show up and I want to play with my friends only. I don't wanna, I don't want to play with anyone else. And I just want to be myself. So then I went to Lunkin, and you do have to play, pay $5, but you don't have the know-it-alls breathing down your neck. It's kind of like the country club for pickleball. It's like, like you can like show up and like have the $5 and be exclusive. It's exclusive. You have a space to do it. So, you know, that's what I would suggest is you try Lunkin, if you're willing to like put out a little. I don't know. I think, I think. I think I like the. You know, you do seem like a sore the over girl to me. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you thank do. you. you yeah. Okay, so the second thing that I want to talk about is how much this bitch is in the fall spirit. Are you in the fall spirit? Do you want to talk about fall weather? Is that where you no, want to go? I want to talk. Is about that fall where would you like to go? Spirit. <laughs> I want to talk about the magic. A fall. Yes, I'm in fall You're fucking in the, spirit. Okay, well, I think this is an important conversation to have because not everyone and maybe some people in the live audience are not yet in the fall spirit. That's embarrassing. And I want to help them get there because it is truly a magical time. Like I am. It's the best time. It's spooky season. I am all in. I yeah. fucking, I oh, went I to passed a farmer's. Your, I passed your house the other day. I've got pumpkins on my stoop. So autumnal. I've got a new fall wreath. I bought mums. I bought all new fall candles. My house smells like a vanilla pumpkin pie, cinnamon swirl, rolled up in all flannel t-shirts. <laughs> what else did I do? I I haven't gone to Trader Joe's and bought an every seasonal item yet. You can't. I haven't There's done a line. That yet. People don't have room for a line. That's what I like need to do. I mean, I'm talking like I'm so much in the fall spirit that as I was like, you know, doing my notes, I looked out the window and there was like three little like cutie patootie boys walking and they had like hoodies and a jacket and their hands in their pockets and I was just like it brought me so much joy. Like people were out there in the fall. I bought wheat and shit and put it in a vase, dried wheat. Yeah, okay, so when I said that I was in the fall spirit, I meant that I've watched both the Twitches movies and all the Halloween towns. That's that see that see that's how you get into the fall spirit. So that's what I'm saying. Okay. Listeners, call into the voicemail. Tell me how you're getting into the fall spirit, and maybe that will inspire other people who aren't there yet. Okay, they need to be in the fall spirit. Also, if the bartender from Lowe's Park that was working today at 4 p.m. is listening, if she could just call in and let us know if she was wearing a Freddy Krueger shirt or a witch's shirt, I would you really need to know. Yeah, I would. Okay. I complimented her shirt, and I was like, "Michael, did you see that? That was great." And he was like, "Yeah, Freddy Krueger," and I was like. That was a witch. <laughs> Freddy Krueger is too scary for me. I Every year I Google like, what fun Halloween movies to watch. <laughs> no, I did one. And I'm like, fucking do you know it. what it is all the time? Hocus Pocus, obviously. I and like it hits. It hits. It hits every right time. every single every time. time. Nothing will get you more in the fall spirit than like the opening credits in Salem when the leaves are blowing yeah. and there's that black cat scurrying about. 
Oh, see, it's like what? Is, so what is it? Do you think it's just fall, or is it is it simply the changing of seasons itself that like spurs conjures, if you will? Okay, this fall magic. is great because, and the same reason people like spring because winter. No one like, likes spring. People like spring. It's wet. People like spring. Okay, fine. It gets warm. Would you, okay, let's have a quick poll. Winter or spring? Raise your hands, please. Winter. There's. Wait, there's three people. Four. Oh, okay, fine. five. Oh, impressive. But we're not asking. Spring. About, okay, spring. There's. What do? What the fuck do I it's know? Fla it's flowers, allergies. There's allergies sunshine. right now too. I know, it's so but I think nasty. I think that maybe the reason why some people might find it difficult to transition to fall is that you don't want to say goodbye to summer, which I fully understand and appreciate. And especially this year, it felt like Labor Day came, poof, it was fall. Like immediately. But but that means that this year we actually have a fall season and not a fall four days, which is nice. Why do you think that? It was 75 degrees today. I think that's fall. It's not 85. You know yeah. what? I well, don't want to ruin this intro for anyone, okay, so I'm just going to everyone swallow how I feel. Fall spirit. That's what the magic of the fall spirit fall is what I'm getting at and that I am in it. Okay. Wild card. What's your dream job? Okay, so you already know, but I'm so excited to tell the rest of all of you. Um, so I have two dream jobs. Um, one, which I feel like is going to be a reality in eventually. Um, one is I want to be a bartender, but only from 11 to 5. I like to be asleep by 9, and I like to like wake up early, have my own mornings. So 11 to 5 is like really my crowd, um, and it wouldn't be too busy. Like my girlfriend is like you'd be such a good bartender and she still like got, one drink an yeah. hour and she's like until it got so busy and then you'd be a mega bitch and i was like yes so 11 to 5 okay what kind of bar are we talking a brewery a cocktail um, bar so i was thinking of this i was like wow maybe i should like apply to be a bartender at say so no you have to actually uh, have bartending experience right right so i was like because i, I can't even try <laughs> I was like, I can't even make a vodka soda. Um, so I think my only option, but I could be like a really like fun wine bar. Okay. Bartender, like, like just, you're just a pourer. Yeah. Like I would be like, oh, a little extra on top. Yeah. Um, so either a 11 to 5 at a brewery. Okay. 11 to 5 bartenders, the wine okay. job. So and then your other dream, is this coincide with the 11 to 5 or I is would, this in a take, separate dream world? I just take one or the other. I'd be happy with either. Okay. What's the other? The other is I want to dress mannequins at um, at the front displays. Of what store? Any store. Okay. So funny you should say that. Talking about spooky time, I just started watching Doctor Who. Someone's making me. And uh, the first episode, all the mannequins fucking come to life, controlled by this like pl dark plastic lord, and they try to kill people. Were they dress cute? No. It, I would have fixed the problem. Okay, good, good job. Okay. It's so, like when I'm walking down Vine Street, I see it. I'm like, oh, love that top. Wish it was with those pants. Oh, okay. You know, but you don't want to style really humans, just mannequins. Just man humans, way too much pressure. Okay. Like I'm not gonna be like, ah, that top makes you look. Yeah. Right. Not awesome. Yeah. Sure. 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 Um, okay, so I'm going to be honest here. Like, when I think of a dream job, like, I really just think of, like, no fucking job. Like, you know, working's not for everyone. What do you do all day? I but think then, about that sometimes. But right? then I think, but then I think, what am I going to do with all the times, all the time that I'm not working? And then I would probably, like, 
start working. So I, I would like obviously it's got to be the podcast would be like my number one gig, but I would have like my own separate studio space. I'd probably release like you know four or five episodes a week. Like it would be like mm-hmm. constant, and I would be able to like fly all kinds of people in to to talk to them. I'd spend all my time like researching guests and things like that. But then I think like there also has to be like some element where maybe I'm like throwing parties. Like I'm I'm hosting parties. That's great. Because then I, I could that. like have an outfit for every party and I would always be able to have an Instagram photo opportunity at every party. I could I wouldn't style you, but you could come see my mannequins. I could get inspiration from yeah, your you mannequins. Yeah, you come see my mannequins. You could bartend my parties that are, would be during the day. No, no, I don't want to bar in a bar. I want to be at the party. I don't definitely don't want okay, to bar in a okay, party. Okay, okay, fair, fair, fair. But then I think too, I'm like, do I need to be on TV? So then I think you'd be fine on TV. So whatever that job is, I just think that's a little. Um, this is my problem with the dream job question. Um, people are like, oh, I want to be a rich tech mogul. Are you fucking smart? I don't. You can, that, that, that it's not real. If it's a dream. <laughs> Are you saying that I can't throw a party? No, I'm just saying let's reality TV flying in people all over the world. Let's just let's maybe let's just just keep it in a in a smaller circle. So I can just have the I just have the pot. I'll just do what I'm doing. I'll just do exactly what I'm doing right now. That's it. That's my dream job. All right, I'm living it. I just want to hear the steps that you're gonna get there. I don't know yet. Like mine, I would. Yeah, there's some steps needed, but I think yours is more realistic. Maybe I'm not a dreamer. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Um, before we go, before we wrap up and talk to Rachel, who I'm so excited to get up here, uh, she is not only a dreamer but also a doer. She's made a, probably a lot of her dreams a reality, as we'll hear for. I want to remind you guys all, call the voicemail. The number is in the Instagram bio. I'll link it in the show notes. You can just give me a call and you can say anything you want. You can bitch about something. You can talk about something that you're grateful for. You can talk about your favorite workout. You can talk about how you get into anything. And then I'll listen to the voicemail and I'll play them on a future episode and I'll respond to your voicemail on the episode. So it'll be really fun. So shout out to that. Okay. Thanks so much, Andy. Thanks. This is fun. Okay, we're going to do quick little uh, intermission pause. Go grab another drink before we bring our main guest, Rachel, up. My guest today is a woman, a mother, a wife, a creator, a thought leader, a lover, a gratitude junkie, an entrepreneur, a friend, a sister, a listener, a doer. She craves a bigger, even more expansive community and conversation. After starting a vegan cookie company as a vehicle to talk about gratitude, she began a women's circle that evolved to grateful gatherings. She started the region's first shared-use kitchen space, and that inspiration led to a podcast series to share deeper conversations. She has a big passion for spreading gratitude, and I'm so grateful she's here today. Please welcome Rachel DeRochers of Grateful Grams. Wow. Hi, thanks. Hi, Rachel. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here. You have been on my shortlist to talk to for quite a while, but lately the universe has just been plopping you in my lap. I've talked to a lot of people that have brought you up, 
And when they talk about you, there's such power and reverence behind your name. And I knew that for this event, this is a special event, like I needed a powerhouse guest and you have some serious powerhouse ideas behind you. Ooh, I'm going to need a drink to follow that. Thank Did you. no one get no. her a drink? <laughs> I finished. I'll get one in a minute. I mean, we we heard all of the list of things that you are. There's, I'm just me. That's, what's, that's great, why it works. There's Grateful Grams, yep. vegan graham cracker, that literally tastes like love was baked into it. It's more like a, like a soft, delicious That's cookie. that guy over there. He does all the baking. All so. right. Well, whoop, whoop. thank you for the love, sir. That's fantastic. What else do you have? In Gratitude Podcast. So we've, yep. got a, we've got a cookie company. We've got a podcast. The Incubator Kitchen Collective, nonprofit that yep. offers resources for food entrepreneurs. Amazing idea. You have, what, four locations now? Well, we had four. We helped Dayton open two in 2018. And it was a blessing that we just have our two now. Two so, now. Yep. Okay, still a lot. Yep. And Grateful Gatherings. And yep. probably, that, that maybe was like pre-COVID situation. So yeah. maybe that's a, that's a back burner. But yeah was a space for women it to connect. It all ebbs connect. and flows in the right time. So Because, I, yeah, I was going to ask, like, how do you have the energy for that all? Well. That's a lot. You stop giving so many fucks after a while. Is Ow! someone drinking? Ow! Yeah, okay, good. No, you learn to let it go, right? So um, I don't spend my time worrying about or trying to control the details of each mm. thing. But I feel like it's a disservice to my life if I have this vision to create something and then I just put it on the bookshelf, mm. right? So like there is this process of the birth or creating of an idea, right? And I love that. Like I thrive in that space of creating. Grateful Grams has been around um, for 10 years and could I do more for it? Yeah, absolutely, right? But again, it ebbs and flows in seasons. My husband runs all the production for that. Mm -hmm. um, I have three kids. They've each worked farmer's markets. They've each helped bag cookies. Yeah, put them um, to work, I say. Hell yes, yeah. they have to earn their keep. Um, we're small business owners. There's nothing for free. <laughs> um, and then with the incubator kitchen, you know, this collective space came because Grateful Grams was growing and it was kind of like Goldilocks, right? So we would look at spaces to put our business in and everything was too big or too small mm. um and a lot of the things that i've done i i have no clue what i'm doing and i'll sure. i will happily tell you and you're like yeah you you do have and i do have some idea but never on the end right like isn't it just beautiful to create it and let it unfold so like that's what i love yeah. um the incubator kitchen we've supported probably 150 companies in the seven years we've been doing that we have about 40 companies that are current um, two facilities in Newport, Kentucky, a small one we call the Hatchery, and then about a 10,000 square foot space. Um, that's our main hub. And I've done women's circles for some of my OG women's circles are back there. Probably oh, 12 amazing. plus years I've gathered women, and that is because I'm listening to what I feel is my true purpose, and that is gathering us mm. in a way to just be our purest selves. Yeah, that's amazing. So how did it start? What was the first thing? Grateful Grams? Grateful Women's Circles was probably there all along. Okay. Right? Kind of like happening they, at the same time. They, they're sacred space. This tonight is sacred space, right? We're all here together kind of creating. Oh, look, you got a drink oh, delivery. Thanks. Thank you. I love this show. <laughs> um, This is fucking awesome. <laughs> hey, bottoms hey. up. 
Um, so women's circles have always been there. But what I realized early on was women's circle was my space to fill my cup back up. Right, this idea of creating or becoming an entrepreneur, what do we do? We pour out. Mm. Listen, if you guys aren't filling away to get filled back up, like you're doing it wrong. The purpose is for the fill up, right? Sure. So sure. some things are gonna take your energy, some things are gonna give you energy. Yeah, I lost my job. I did marketing for Wild Oats. You guys remember that when they got bought by Whole Foods? And um stayed home for about a year and a half. I say that was a great stay-at-home year. I did all the laundry, it got folded and put away that year. Ooh. Did you I organize meals. a drawer? Did you organize a drawer? So organized, yeah. right? Um, and then I had my daughter, so I have three kids. Camden is my oldest, he's 19. Um, Rosalie is, will be 11 next month, and then Ellis is nine. When Rosie was five months old, I started Grateful Grams. When she was born, having a daughter, um, um, it really reminded me that like I can sit here and tell her she can do anything. Yeah. Go girl, like live your dream. But what am I doing to live my dream? Yeah. What's the point of like, what's the point of the words without the action? It's like really holds a mirror up to you, huh? Hell yes. Yeah. And so Grateful Grams was created. I remember calling Jimmy at work um, and I said, I think I'm going to start this gratitude company. It'll give me something to do but it'll propel what I want to do, which is talk about gratitude, but I'll give it to a cookie because everybody loves cookies. It's a win-win. Sure. Yes. Um, and he said, sure, babe, let me know if you need anything. Right? I mean, yeah. and I was like, sure. And so April of 2010, we did our first event at Sawyer Point. I literally, we strapped Rosie on to our backs. And, and you were just like baking cookies in your own kitchen? I started at my house and in three months we moved to um, a friend's kitchen in Clifton. How did you, did you? And he would bring her down, like I would nurse her. I would take nursing breaks and like I would be baking and then yeah. he would bring the baby and then I would stop, feed her and then go back. Yeah, yeah. How did How you, do you do it? You just do it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I was going to ask, how did you think of the recipe? Well, I tried a bunch. I like, oh. Like, why not a chocolate chip? Why a gram? Well, grams are like nostalgic to me. My grandmother, totally. I remember being like the snot kid nose in Elder Beerman and like being like, I'm so starving. We've been shopping for hours, probably like 30 minutes, the mm -hmm. same way my kids are now. And she would always be like, well, here's a graham cracker. Oh. So like, it was just this like just thing. Like, out of her like She always, like the brown bagged, waxy brown bagged graham crackers. Yeah. And let me tell you, she still has those in her closet. Did she keep them from getting crumbled? I mean, do you care? It's, like, it's absolutely cracker, not. No, right? but so, so like I wanted to create this vehicle. Thought. I love s'mores. Um, how do we... And, and when you look at anything, right, everything kind of um, regains some steam and becomes something new. Yeah. How do we make this thing that everybody has like these crazy memories about? How do we make it new? How do we reinvent the graham cracker? Mm, I love that. And it's a so, new twist on a graham cracker. Because because it it is soft, it's and soft, delicious. Not the graham Who's made a s'more where you take a bite and the whole thing just crumbles down your that's top? What I'm saying. Raise your You're hand. Like full of right? Crumbs. Come on. Not with grateful grams. No, no, no. I have a story to tell you. So, I moved to Cincinnati in 2012 and went to my first city flea. Yep. I. I do not remember really anything else about the flea except 
Grateful Grams. Stop it. I'm not kidding you. Shut up. I don't even remember maybe a specific interaction that we had, but I remember. I remember where the booth was in the aisle. I remember trying the Grateful Grams and like, these are delicious. Oh, they're vegan. At the time, like people were like veganism was like just starting, maybe not just starting, but like it was like having its high points. I was like, oh, bet. These are great. And I walked away from that experience just like feeling really good. And I don't, like, I don't, I, again, I don't have, that's the only memory I have of my first city fleet is seat Grateful Grams. I love that. We should put that on a bag. I mean, I am available. I'll take it. Voiceover opportunities. Great. Let's do it. Graphic. See, this is why I get my, yeah, sure. What are we doing? I was going to say graphic design, but absolutely not graphic design. No, neither. Design. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> In my next life. Me as a graphic, yeah. I think is what I meant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amy's going to take some photos. I gave her a bunch of cookies. She said that you're going to model them for her. Oh, yeah. I would love to. So, I think that's, oh God, that's that was fun. set up without your knowledge. Yeah. No, perfect. Yeah. I'm in. Good. Sign me up. Okay. So Grateful Grams got, got going. You're in your kitchen. Yeah. When did you realize like, okay, this is going to be something bigger. I got to take it out of, I got to take it out of my kitchen. Um, January 2013, we signed a lease on our own facility, space, kitchen um, in Covington, Kentucky. It was about a thousand square feet. It was this tiny, tiny kitchen, and I was so, it was just beautiful in the front. It had this exposed brick wall. It was just such a cozy, mm. perfect space, and I had all these grandiose dreams of, like, creating events and blah, 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 blah. And because I think what's really we have to come back to is, like, this company was a vehicle to talk about gratitude. It. I tell people all the time, like, I have sat in meetings. Like, I remember going to my first meeting at Kroger's corporate office, and he goes, so let's talk about numbers. And I was like, yeah, how about we talk about gratitude? I'm way better at that. And he didn't know what to do, and he was like, okay. (laughs) You know, I mean, so I just, I don't, it is me, Mm -hmm. right? Where did that come from? Why gratitude? Oh, I, where did it come from? There's a lot of places it's come from. I am thankful that it's blessed me as a being. I, I have memories when I was a kid. Um, my dad talked a lot about self-love, right? And gratitude for your own self. So I, I was, those little lessons stuck with me. Mm-hmm. There's always been this level of enoughness. That's gratitude, mm-hmm. right? Gratitude doesn't what I say when I talk about gratitude what I love about it is it doesn't try to take anything away. We always think like it's good or bad, it's light or dark, it's mm-hmm. right, it's love or war, it's gratitude's all of it. Yeah. So like it I, I kind of say when I do it, it's like you've got love and fear. Gratitude comes and just sits right on top with you, right? It doesn't yeah. take anything away from it. So it actually makes the experience that you're having whole. Totally. That makes sense. I wish I would have known that as a young child because the way that it had been positioned to me. So to give you some background, I was raised by my grandma and her older sister, she's the youngest of eight, her older sister when she was 19 was in a car accident and was like drugged by her head in the car. They didn't have seatbelts then. It was permanently brain damaged from 19 on. So that shaped and formed my grandma's entire life. My grandpa was diagnosed with polio when he was young. He was in iron lung for a year. They told him he would never walk again. He fucking walked and like did manual labor his whole life. So I came from this like growing up of like be grateful. You have every limb, you have every whatever, and you have your brain. You have everything that you're supposed to be grateful. But it was it, it came it shoved down in a negative way. It came yeah. as more of a don't acknowledge the pain that you're in, be grateful. 
yeah. I've since learned that pain and gratitude can exist together, which I they think should. is the is the key point in yeah. it all. Because I struggled with a lot for a while of like, well, yes, I'm I'm grateful, but also like I I'm fucking really sad right now, and like I want to be in my grief. I want to like be in whatever this is. And I I struggled to be like, can I be both? Yeah. Can there be pain and can there be gratitude? Yeah, because you're a whole person, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm at 32, I learned that. Yeah. But that's the conversation, right? And so I want to make it my life's mission to keep talking about it. Which is great. And we talk about it with our kids all the time. It, and, and yeah, we went on a walk the other day and I was like, God damn it, you're going to be grateful. Right. It's <laughs> like, just tell me something, you know? And like Jim looked at me, he's like, yeah, really? Yeah. I was like, yeah, right now. Damn it. But it, it's so powerful and it's so simple. In mm -hmm. what I again, I what I love is that it's for everybody. It doesn't matter your skin color. It doesn't matter what you make. It does. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and you can you and you don't find that find with it. anything. Yeah. Everything out there has something that will knock you off of it. Right. So instilled in you at a, at a young age, like yeah. you, you do think of it as like part of your ethos. This is who I am. 100%. I am gratitude. I don't know another way. I I don't, and people. <laughs> So that's a, a thank you guys amazing. for putting up with me. <laughs> no, right, but like it is. I there's always light. Yeah, that's, no matter. Like uh, we need people like you spreading that message. We've had a hell of a year, and hell of a, a hell of a year. 2020 has. If you could go through something, we probably have, and it's been the best year yet because mm. it allowed even deeper growing. It allowed deeper learning and understanding and and even just even a new way to think about gratitude for yeah. me. Yeah, 100%. I think that all of us, maybe sometimes I feel like when you're in the thick of something, it's hard to be able to like look back and appreciate it. Yeah. But even as we were going through like that March, April of, yeah. of like locked up raw quarantine, like we are in it. Yeah. I even had the the thought of like, you're going to look back on this with some level of appreciation, nostalgia. Like you're going yeah. to, you're going to be able to, to look back and, and find the light. Even if you can't right now. Yeah. We will be able to do that. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. So grateful grams. Yeah. Oh yeah. Going. Works. No. Yeah. Um, so then in, I, I signed this lease in Covington and in six months we had no space there and a couple of friends that we knew from the farmer's markets, because at that time we literally did six farmer's markets a week. Mm -hmm. How, I don't know. Um, we had two little kids, right? And so we invited friends to kind of use the space because we were done early. And then um, in September 2013, we there was a building we looked at that was about 4,000 square feet and we just couldn't, we didn't, I didn't know how to make it work because I didn't know what the idea was yet, mm. right? So I called him back and I said, hey, is your kitchen still sitting empty? He goes, yeah. And I said, well, here's what I think I can pay you. Can you just give me a chance to try it? I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know what it's going to look like. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I need somebody just to say yes to me. And he goes, yeah, let's try it. Can I have that? We got to ask for it, right? Like you got to lay it all out. I laid all my vulnerability sure. out. I said, I don't know, mm -hmm. right? So he was very clear. Yes, if you ask for what you want in life, it will come. But if you stand in your own way, yeah. it never happens. Right. That's the beauty of living. Ask. Yeah. And then allow it to come in, receive it, which is a whole other, no, you that's know, hard. that's a whole other shtick. But yeah. um, so that was in 2013. 
And in 2016, we closed that location and we moved the 4,000 square foot facility to the 10,000 in Newport. We were out of size. And then we've just grown, I mean... So when you moved there, did you have like the incubator kitchen in your mind or is that so, something different? No. So that was all incubator. So that's okay. when we launched the incubator. And was, that's when you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. But I'm going to invite forward. all these people in. Okay. And just, I'm going to be like, hey, this is my house. Come in and make your food in my house. Right. right. And was this, were these people like you just knew from markets and then it's, it's all word of mouth. Right. Yeah. I mean, even today people are like, oh, I didn't know about you. I mean, it's all word of mouth. We can, yeah. all, we, as humans, we can only do so much too. Right. right. Um, it's a nonprofit. We scrape. I mean, we do it hard every month, right? I mean, every month. And now, seven years in, it's definitely evened out. But um, you still need the people to show up. We yeah. are dependent on these people showing up to do their work so that we can do our work. And I love it. I mean, and the way that we talk about the kitchen, I say, is they are family. Like, these guys, I would do anything for them, right? Yeah. They trust me to come into our house and start something. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, but healthy people build healthy businesses. So what does the person need? What is the person going through? I don't give a shit about your cookies. Like I do yeah. on so many levels, but it's so much more than the cookies. It's so much more than the food truck. It's so much more than the sandwiches you make. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So how do we turn that story right. though, right? So like that's what I, and I, t we, we talk about it all the time. Like how do we keep getting you to be your healthiest? What are you going through that you need support on? Right. Well, because when you are acting from the space of honoring your whole self wellness, like you show up in a different way. Yeah. 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 That's that's incredible. How'd the podcast come to be? So I started my first podcast on an oops. Um, I was going to, oh. like, oops, this wasn't. Like, was that a new like, technical <laughs> term that I'm not aware of? I definitely won't throw any of those out for you. <laughs> platform I need to get on? I, uh, on I decided when we were in Covington, I was like, what if we could have this conversation about why we do food, right? Because food people are a little crazy. We work really hard for very little money. Um, and how do we, how, can we create a space for them to share the trials and tribulations to motivate us all, yeah. right? And so a friend said, that would make a great podcast. Can I come and record what it? What year was this? Maybe 2014 or 15. Okay. So we're like, we're like in the podcast era. Yeah. 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 yeah it was a thing. Yeah. 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 Um, new thing, right? But not so much in Cincinnati, probably not too many right. people. Yeah. yeah. And we traveled, like we would go to regional, like we would load up in the car and go to Dayton and do three or four interviews or down to Louisville. We would do oh, a bunch. Oh, it's like a traveling road show. We didn't know. Again, I just showed up. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the fun of it. Sure. Like, and even my podcast now, I, I've, taking off another season because life. But um, so it was fun. We did three seasons of that. And even in the third season, we had First Watch sponsor it and Cincinnati, right? Like it was oh, starting cool. to like hook up momentum. Yeah. And then Rachel's like, Rachel, me. Um, <laughs> hi. Thank you for that uh, yeah, thanks. That's me. Um, <laughs> it just, it, it was done. I had the conversations. And so we did three seasons and I was like, wow, this is what. That is really beautiful to be able to, to say. I did something and I ran its course and I recognize yeah. that it's over and that's fine. Yeah. It did what it was supposed to do. Yeah, then you get to do something else. You get to do something else. Okay. You don't have to stay stuck. Yeah. You don't have to. That's the glory of living, right? Like you can always do something about it. Yeah. And then it transformed into Ingratitude, which is a podcast of um, 
how to live a life more in gratitude. And sometimes I talk to people um, and we share tips and tricks. And sometimes it's just me. And I love it. And it's the project that I do it when I feel called to do it. I don't want to yeah. get on there and just talk to talk. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure what I'm sharing will help. Well, and you, your podcasts are, are very meaningful. I mean, I listened to a few on Monday. I like posted a story that yeah. you were in my ears and I had a really great, good Monday morning cry. Mm -hmm. But I listened to the one about fear. Yeah. And that's something that has really been showing up for me a lot lately. This like fear of the unknown, which I'm sure, right? Like this is coming Raise your up hand for if you've had that people. for 2020. What? Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. It's a lot. There's a lot going on. There's a lot. And, and oh, I don't know, whatever the, the reason, just really had been fixating lately on what's going to happen here? What's going to happen there? What am I going to do when this happens? And I'm just creating and just running these wheels in my mind. And all it's doing is taking me out of what's going on right now. Yeah. And is, yeah. yeah, fear, I mean, fear just takes you out of the present moment. Yeah. So I was listening to you and was just like feeling really inspired. Cause like someone, sometimes you just got to fucking hear someone else say it. Yeah. Oh like my you God, know absolutely. it, you know it, you can say it to yourself, but like it needs to come from someone else yeah. to like, strike to get the, it just yeah strike the nerve that it needs to strike and I I just you know I was so drawn to you saying that if it's happening right now it's supposed to be happening mm -hmm. because it because it's happening like yeah. <laughs> it's gonna happen yeah and I just have like really stuck on this mantra this phrase of just like be here now whenever I start to have those thoughts that go down on What's my job going to look like? What's my life going to look like? What are my relationships going to look like? Of like, be here right now. Because right now it's pretty fucking awesome. Isn't there glory in this moment? Yeah. And we well, miss it. Well, it's all we it, have, too. Right? It's all, when it's really all we have. When really you think about it. Yeah. And I've this, had this conversation with myself over and over again of, you know, anything that's happened in my life, like, I would have never fucking imagined that. Yeah. And look what's happened. Yeah. And so why can I spin, why should I spin my wheels thinking about what could happen? Because probably something even more fucked up than I think is going to happen is going to happen. And then I'm going to be able to deal with it because I've dealt with every other thing that's happened to me in the past. Right. I love that. We've gotten through every hard thing we've ever, right? Look back at all the hard things you've gone through. You're here, right? So right. like there is that deep recognition that it works. Yeah. yeah. It works. So they're, they're, you're, the podcast is meaningful and deep. So it makes Thank sense you. that you wouldn't want to just put something out for putting something out sake. Yeah. Which when, when I think of the podcast and how, you know, how I operate from like the work and the discipline and the challenge for me is like, no, every week you're going to fucking put out something. I have serious FOMO. I have serious like, God, get it together, Rachel. Like if you would just do it. And, and there is that. And then I also go right now, this season, <laughs> Like I, I love, I love that phrase of like seasonal, right? Like we've been in a long season, um, we with my mother this year, right? So like that was just I. There's things that shift. Oh yeah, for sure. The kids and being home and not going to school that shifts it, and right. And so then I go, well, I can choose to just be here now, or I can choose to put all of this stuff back on my plate that. They're not going to go away. No, Remember right. that like 
that fear of like, if I stop, everyone's just, if I don't make grams this week, no one's going to remember grateful grams, right? Yeah. Like when we started stopping doing events, I was like, people are going to forget. No, no, yeah. that's your foundation, right? Yeah. Like when you've spent time building a foundation, you should take the breaks. Yeah. You should listen to what your heart's telling you. Yeah. No, I, I think that 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 makes a lot of sense. And I doesn't mean that the FOMO's that. not there. It doesn't no, mean yeah. that you're not yearning to do it. I I do have all of those feelings. I've just learned how to just say it, it doesn't have to happen today. Right. Well, and that's like one of your many things that you're working on. And I think the key point, right, is that you want it to be meaningful and come from this place like sometimes I can get by with just fucking talking about my favorite workout of the week and whatever right. and like I I get to focus on sh helping other people share their stories and when you talk about filling a cup up like the podcast fills me up. That, and that's why I do it because yeah. it is it's not a it's not a job it's something that I love talking about things that I love so yeah, it's that, fun me too. like yeah, for me, me it's like Oh, I'm gonna go up and record a podcast because I get an hour to like just be by myself. Oh, sure. <laughs> like, there's sure. that's it's, beautiful it's too. It's a therapy session. Like, it is. Every listener out there, absolutely. Just, thanks for hanging on for all my many hours of therapy that we've been working through. Appreciate and, you. And I haven't created anything new in a long time, and and I think that's okay too. It's funny when this year happened. We started out the year with a major bang. Um, with some fraud and identity theft, no, no big deal. Um, and Casual. and I just said, I'm just gonna take. Let's just step back for a second. I'm not gonna worry about creating. I'm gonna let this all this stuff unfold. And then what ended up coming was I created this beautiful deck of cards. I call them gratitude grams, and it's a 52 card deck of inspirational words. I should play poker with one. Them? Hell, I guess so. Can't you play poker with anything? I mean, we can try it. I don't know. We can try it. But like, right? Like it. <laughs> Yeah, it comes up and you listen or you don't. I don't know. Yeah. What is what are the cards? What do they look what is it? What does it look like? Is it just like a deck I can't of cards? I believe I didn't bring you one. Um I did 52 different pieces of art I created for the back. You drew it? Yeah. You're an artist too? I don't, I didn't aren't we all that on We're your all intro? artists. Aren't we? I mean, I, I like think to humans think so. are artists. Yeah. Well, I think well, listen, this I think that when we're taking care of our whole self-wellness we're able to like have that expression of art come through. But if we're not taking care of a place, like it can, it can like dim that artistic light. I think that's the, sadly, the first thing to go. Yeah. But it's, but it's in, yeah. I agree with you when it's like in all of us, but we also then have to like be taking care well, of ourselves. Well, because why? We're not good enough. It doesn't yeah. look like theirs. I don't have the right tool. Their paintbrushes are better than the my, Michael's 99 cent store ones. Sure. Um, I don't know how to put the colors together, right? Like, you mean the bullshit excuses that right. we create as humans right. to limit our living? Right. Oh, 100%. And, like, even how, just how we define what art is. Like, if we think, oh, photography or right. painting or music or whatever. And, like, lately I've just been, like, stepping into this place of, like, no, my art is talking. Yeah. And that's a and gift. that's it. No, but, like, that's a and that's enough. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Like, it's that's enough. such a gift. Right. I had always, like, came from this place of 
like being really in touch with a creative side and like wanting to be expressive. I've just always felt the need to like put something of myself out there. Sure. In various forms. Yeah. But I, same. but I was kind of only exposed to maybe more traditional forms of art. And I was like, I'm not that good at these. No, I can't draw a straight line yeah. or a snake or a tree. No, I'm not that right. kind of art. You and know. then I had just always had this idea and conversation in my mind, but like, but you have to be safe, but you have to be secure. Like producing art is not that. So maybe you should just do something else. But then at, since starting this podcast, I've been able to like step into yeah. this. That's your creative, unfolding. Oh my God, it's been the best. And that's. I'm the happiest I've ever been. That's alignment. Yeah. That's living. Yeah, for yeah, sure. For sure. No big deal. No. Really. I mean, I. it isn't. We over The human mind overthinks it. But it no, yeah, is it took me simple. 30 years <laughs> yeah, to do well, it. And you should be thankful that it only took you 30 years. Uh, you're right. You're right. Right? Like, you're right. that's a gift. Because raise your hand if you're over 30 and you still don't get it. Right? I mean, that's that's part of this conversation is right. reminding us that Wherever you are right now is enough. I know, listen to me being so hard on myself. Wherever you are right now is enough. It's a good enough space. I know, that's like a hard phrase for me to get behind. Yeah, that's the ego. I know. I know. Constantly. Did he just snap his fingers No, I did. Oh. It's like, what is the sheriff? Sorry, I almost got you in trouble. (laughs) You're doing a great job. Yeah. Okay, so wait, back to the cards. What what are the grateful grams? Um, They're called gratitude grams, and they're just little, (laughs) you're fine. Get it together, Chrissy. God. Can't you keep up with my 7,000 things? Um, And they just have little, like one, I I pull a card every Monday on my Instagram and do a little video. This week's card was gratitude brings you home, right? And so, or one says that you are enough. One says, I love you. So they're just these phrases that I use. They're mantras for myself and in my work or when I'm stuck that I can go home to. So it's this deck that you can keep. I have people who say that they use them in meditation or Mm. yoga teachers who pull a card to set intentions for class or I'm having a really bad day and I need to get out of this space and go to this space. Mm. How do people do that? How, and, and, further expand on that. How do people practice gratitude? Well, Chrissy, what are you grateful for? I was afraid you were going to ask me that. But it's that simple. I hate, like, I hate it. I love you guys. But like people like you're, you're the gratitude. You're so good at it. I'm not good at it like you. Right. Yeah. I think well, we got to break it down. I've been doing it for like 25 years and I joke, it's my only strong fucking muscle I got. So let me have it. <laughs> yeah. No, you right? got to coach mess with us. it. You got to coach us. But it, here's the catch is, that we we think it's more than what it is. Mm. It has to be something else. Mm-hmm. When truly what it is is looking at today, the present moment. In this moment, I'm grateful for my friends that are out there. Yeah, I'm grateful f- that my dad and my husband are here, my aunt and uncle. I'm grateful for you strangers that I've never met and a free drink, right? Yeah. Like it can be that simple. Right. No, I, I get that, I think. And then you do it tomorrow. So what about when you, we talked about coming out of the head and like into the body. So what about the times when you're like, I'm talking about a friend, like really fired up and you're like really mad and something's not going your way or whatever. And you know that you should probably think about what you're grateful for, but you're just like too fucking mad. Well, I would tell your friend the yeah. first step is to take a breath. 
always the fucking breath. It's always the fucking breath. You guys, they're always. not. This is they're not keeping up with your drinking I, yeah, game there at we go. all. Okay, there we go. We got. You guys got are one. losing. <laughs> um, it starts there. Take a breath. Take a breath. Uh, one of my favorite exercises that I talk about a lot is grounding. So take your shoes off, go outside, and mm. put your feet on Mother Earth. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. like literally, just go stand in the grass for mm-hmm. two minutes, thirty seconds. And and if you don't have time, right, is that I don't know who said it, but if you don't have time to meditate you sh- for 15 minutes, you should definitely meditate for like an hour. Sure. Right? Because that's a bullshit excuse. We have time. Yeah. Um, right. And, okay, so I just totally, my brain was going faster than my mouth, so I'm so, just trying to catch up. Yeah. So take just, a breath. Okay, take a breath. Right? That's a that's a great place to start. Grounding. Um, go outside. Yeah. Take your shoes off. Like, take a second for yourself. It. You don't have to find gratitude in that moment. Okay. But what you can do is allow that moment to come in and feel it and then get back into your adult self. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. The little kids going, ah, what about me? Why me? Why is this yeah, happening? Why is my hair's on fire? I want to throw a the adult tantrum. self goes, I'm safe. Mm. Yeah. That's it. Oh. That's it. Right? Yeah. Because, I'm okay. Right. Because like, why are you acting out to begin with? I. And then you something. go, oh, wait, I have shoes on my feet. Or... I have a job I love. Yeah. Or I get to record a podcast in front of really awesome people tonight. Sure. Sure. But you can't gratitude's not there to to take it away. Gratitude's there to be like and mm. here. Yeah, which is going back to what we said at the beginning. That's like a practice for me. It's a, a practice, practice for, for me. all of sure. us. It's a practice for all of us. Yeah. I have also really been drawn to this idea of a mantra. And it's not like I've heard some beautiful mantras, like truly, like I just had one of my best friends on the podcast. She lives in Copenhagen. She's a designer. She practices Reiki. She did yoga teacher training in India. She's fucking beautiful. (gasps) I know. She's lovely. I love her. And her mantra was like, I believe in the good things coming. And I, and I love that, but I really identify my mantra is everything's fine. Everything's fine. So maybe we could expand that. But like I identify with that brings me peace. I'm like everything's fine. Yeah. But it really it's, it's not the words. Like that's just like me, what I would say, whatever. It's really the act of being like, okay, you're pulling yourself in. Yeah. You're pulling yourself then in. Then it works. Who the fu- well, yeah. Who the fuck cares what the words yeah. are for me? It's like everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. And it, it is the reminder to breathe. Yeah, that I, that I have like needed, especially in these couple of weeks. And, and I talk about that a lot because I breathe to right about here consistently. I just right? learned like, how to belly breath like yeah. nine months ago. It's good, right? And it's it perfect. is. It's that like, hey, wait, that breath can go here, and then it can go here, and then it can go right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we need to breathe, ground, maybe I'm really to come back to the present moment, and take a drink of water, put on a. Sure, right like great. listen to your favorite song whatever it is to get you out of the why me poor me because that's bull that is mm-hmm. you wasting this one and precious life that you have to live don't do that yeah don't like soak up every single moment of it because like it's glory for sure i can't i don't disagree with you it's amazing Especially this fall spirit. I, I love mentioned. it. I got a little fall spirit. <laughs> You're looking I'm so trying to like a little pumpkin. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. I love Shout it. out to I Annie for the outfit help tonight. No. 
So I wanna I wanna shift gears a little bit and talk sure. about your health and wellness yeah. fitness journey. Okay. So I saw that you just posted something today. I that did. Was kind oh, of, and I. Yeah. Hey. It was kind of like I'm moving. Sorry. Talk. You're allowed to move. Talking about about your journey. So if people haven't seen it. Can you share a little bit about two uh, years? Yeah, and- it's been two years. I had emergency surgery. Um, so. Right, like let's recap. For the first eight years I've had of starting Grateful Grams, we had two babies and we started two businesses, and that was the focus. And any moms out there know that you get lost in that. I was very easily lost in the work Mm -hmm. because it was always go, do, go, do, go, do. It's like a cheer. I like it. I, could, I might start that. Yeah. I never been, yeah. New mantra. Cheer. But, and so I hit my wall. I put on a ton of weight. Um, I was lost in all of that because I was relying on the stress to, to fuel. Like versus, an adrenaline. Pump. Yeah, sure, right? Like You can get in that hamster wheel cycle of like, so what easy. am I doing, and what I am I doing? And I still do. Are you kidding? Like, again, we're human. Like, it's getting off the hamster wheel, then you realize the work, right? Instead of taking it a month to realize it, it takes you a day. Anyway, okay. Um, So I've lost 90 pounds. Damn. And I hate exercise. You're you're at your Is that okay to say? (laughs) Um, I don't hate it. I just, listen to me. I've just never been good at it, so I don't do it. No, but like I, I, I'm not. Um, I just shifted what I ate. Mm. So I went plant based. Uh, my dad's been vegan for seventeen ish years. Oh wow! Um, and and that was even why Grateful Grams was vegan. Was like a little nod to him. He had cancer, beat it, mm. went vegan. Blah 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 blah. Um, and I really, when I looked at my health family history, uh, my mom had early onset Alzheimer's. Uh, my dad had cancer. We have heart disease in our family. And when you look at lifestyles or you look at eating, because food is is a gift, mm-hmm. right? Um, what I put in fuels me. And so I just said, wait, I can stop putting in this stuff that isn't fueling me and I can put in this stuff that is fueling me. So literally all I've done is changed what I eat. You went vegan. Yeah. And then that's how you lost 90 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but not wow. junk food vegan. Right. Right? right. Like um, vegetables. Yeah. Chickpeas. Good food. And I cook. I love to cook. So it's easy for me to do that. Um, and it's something in our fa- right? Even as a family unit, like we get it. It's not like this weird thing. Um, and I steer away from gluten. I love mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah. Who doesn't? But it's a crutch. Yeah. Right? Interesting. How long did it take you to lose 90 pounds? Like, what did that journey look like? And um, when was the, when did you so, make the decision? Well, I, so the real story was, is um, we had opened up two. You're faci- not going to give us the real story? I, know, well, I don't really tell this. This is wild. Hi. I'm just going to keep my back to you guys. Um, <laughs> it's just us. My mom and dad and I um, were in Dayton with the two little kids. Jim was working and it was like the grand opening of the facilities up there. And um, fat kid in a, craft like you know like the um the county fair right so we were walking like they had a huge street event up there the grand opening of our facilities and again fat girl and a cra- um what are they called i just said i don't it. know I if you're talking about like 
Tommy the boy, fair, like, fat guy right? Like, coat, but I, they had what? funnel cake. I'm getting to it. There I am, funnel cake. See, this is why I don't drink and talk at the funnel same time. Cake. So I was like, I'm totally getting a funnel cake. Like, that's heaven. Sure, right? agreed, absolutely. But wait, do you get fudge on it? No, okay. ew, okay. gross. I, I just wanted to make sure is we're on the same thing? page. Yeah, it's a no, thing. No, it shouldn't be a thing. Okay, okay, great. Continue. I'm a funnel cake purist. Mm-hmm. If you were wondering, absolutely. Um, and I got so sick. So my parents were in their hotel room and I was in the other with the kids. And I woke up in the middle of the night, like puking my guts out. And I remember that moment so clearly. I can choose to live or not. Mm. Right? My babies are sleeping right there. Mm-hmm. So do I choose to live or do I not? Are we choosing to live or are we choosing not to? Like in any choice, right? So like if that's your filter. And then so I woke up and I said, I'm going to be different. And that was it. That one moment. That one moment was enough. Like, right? It was that like that rock bottom for me was the funnel cake. Puking up funnel cake. That's hot, right? Yeah. Um, And so I ended up having emergency surgery, um, gallbladder. I was fine, Um, which freakishly runs in our family. So I blame it on that. Yeah. But um, and then it just has all been downhill from there. It's been about listening. It's been about paying attention to how I feel, what fuels me. I, I haven't had coffee in a year. And I realize that, like, I can eat food and feel as fuel. I know. I do. No, one- I went I went 30 days without coffee. I go in year. seasons. I can give it up. In, I don't know. Coffee's not my thing. I love it. But. Oh I'm not God, married to it. I you am know, like, married to it. Yeah, I know. My husband's married to it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so no coffee, vegan, you don't exercise. No, I liked, I just started, I when I was going to say I just started learning how to walk. Um, I've been doing that for a little <laughs> bit longer. Um, I do like to go for walks. We love getting out in the woods. Um, I, but I think I needed to get weight off before I realized how wonderful it was. Yeah, because before it was that. a chore. Yeah. You know, it wasn't enjoyable. Right. I felt I like crap that. after. Right? Right. Um, oh, yeah. It hurts sometimes. It hurts a lot of the time. Yeah. My quads are so sore right now, Johnny. I'm happy to not be in pain yeah. anymore. Right? right. No, I, like, I totally get it. I totally get and it. And so it is that. But it was... This weight loss journey hasn't been a weight loss journey. It's been a spiritual alignment. It's been me listening to Rachel for once. As it's opposed to what? The stress, mm. the fear, the unknown, the what ifs, the FOMO. Yeah. So that's not Rachel. A- that's the ego. that's the ego, yeah. right? A fucking ego. Dude. I know. So we don't, ha- we don't have to listen to that. But it takes work. You have to practice at not listening. Yeah. I think that's like constant. There's the, there will, You will never arrive at a time when you're free of it. It's like No. It's always there. And, and it's just it, – and, and ev- so every day I listen. There's yeah. days that we eat pizza. Yeah. Right? And – there's days that I drink juice and have a salad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been in a loose season right now where people are bringing us meals and I'm just thankful I don't have to cook, right? Oh, yeah. So like, oh, yeah. but it took me understanding that that was up to me. Mm. Like you have the choice. It's your power. I have the choice. Yeah. Yeah. And that's powerful. Yeah. Because and, then and you get to operate. me, I think, over the last two years to become what is here right now and 
to me, that's the journey. Yeah, totally. How do you take care of yourself? What are some ways that you practice self-care, self-support, whatever you want to call it? Do you like the term self-care? Some people don't like it. I, yeah, I mean, it depends, I think, on the day. I think Again, self-care is listening to what feels good and yes. being yes. in alignment with my truest self, which is a happy, supportive, loving, joyful person, like who I am at my core. Like, yeah. I just want to bring everybody together and, and just be like, life is so good. Look, we're all, we've got each other. Like, isn't that like the coolest thing in the world? Like, that's enough. Yes. But every day, do you feel that way? Or what do you do? I used to, but I don't anymore. So what some do you things do that I do that is um, I, I do love celebrations. I do try to make sure that I have a girls' night once a month, I even if it's just that. a lunch. Like we had picnic in the park a couple weeks ago, right? So like it's those little things. Um, there is something like talking about your women's circle. Like I don't know what it is, but – and you it, – it's something that's hard to recognize – if you haven't had it in a while, but you'll know it as soon as you like leave a group of women, if yeah. you haven't been around just a group of women in a while, or even like talk, like going on a walk with a friend. Yeah. And like the feeling that you feel when you like leave that space, honestly, like there's like been a ton of bricks like lifted off your chest. Like you yeah. like are walking around lighter. There's something about like women being with women that does that. Yeah, I mean, God, I started a spiritual book club, you guys. I, I charged women to come and hang out with me and read a spiritual book and wouldn't give them any alcohol. You're really people fucking said, smart. You, you people paid to be in a book club without alcohol? And I'm like, yeah, weird, right? Weird. But, like, it worked. We, yeah. we had six seasons of that, and then that was done. Um, so, I mean, it, so sometimes it's pedicures. Yeah. Um, oh, nice. Sometimes it's going for a walk. Sometimes it's going shopping, right? Like... I don't think that it's, for me personally, it's never like, okay, if I know that every Tuesday I'm doing this, like, it isn't that for me. Right. So it is this culmination. Like, tonight feels like in the midst of where we've been these last four weeks, tonight sure. is a major self-care night for me. Being yeah. out, Going being out. surrounded by amazing people, talking about things that I love and that make me come alive and feel like my, like, sharing on... Uh, in this way, like, is such alignment yeah. for me. Like, I love it. No, I, I so, get like, it. Right? Like, I it, totally get it. Yeah. And I love to ask that question because I think that you are a person that's really in tune with how you feel and you understand at a deep level, like, what makes you tick and what's going to make you happy. I don't know if everyone has that level of self-awareness. And I think that in order for people to figure out what self-care looks like for them, because like you said, it can be different. It's not what's kind of being pushed at us from a commercial standpoint of it. it's yeah. a face mask and it's a shower, a bubble bath, whatever. Yep. So for other people to hear others talk about Absolutely. how they take care of themselves and it's like, okay, let me try that. Do I like to walk? Does that make me feel better? And it's just about like taking a moment to recognize Wait, and how do listen I feel to yourself. Why, right? Like, why do we go? Well, they like doing that. If you're going to a class and you walk out with shame, or you walk out with guilt, or you walk out feeling empty, find a new fucking class. Yeah. Life is too short, you guys. Right. Again, life is too short. It doesn't mean that you 
everything I do, I love. No, absolutely not. But what I've learned is in those moments of doing something I don't love, I, I can, that's where the gratitude, right? You can look around and be like, oh, oh it's a season, or I just have to do this today. I mm-hmm. can do it today. Yeah. Because you're going to have to do shit you don't want to do. You, you have, have to, to do, do shit, shit you don't, you do. don't want to do. Absolutely. Yeah. You do. But then that does make you appreciate the yeah. times that you don't have to do the shit that you don't want to do. 100%. Sometimes when I'm doing the shit that I don't want to do, I'm thinking like, there's going to be time I'm not going to have to do this. And it's going to feel yeah. so good. And I'm going to look back and I'm going to think, I'm not doing that other thing that I didn't want to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. 100%. Rachel, what does being fit mean to you? Oh, I think being fit for me means truly living from my heart. I love that. That's amazing. If we could all do that, imagine what this, what it would look like. But I don't think we can. We can't always get there. We got to practice. We can all get there. Yes. Did I say that? I, I meant that. <laughs> we can all get there. Yeah, we all can, right? We and can all get there, but it will take practice. No, it, it won't. Takes, you can do it. it I, I fucking need practice, Rachel. I don't know about no, you. It, you guys, the practice is living. The practice so isn't. we're doing it. It isn't like there isn't a box you open. You are. You right now are doing it. It's recognizing that you're doing. I need to come to a doing. woman's circle, I think. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Girls, you ready? No, it is that. It's doing it. It's, um, and it's being okay with things coming to an end. Yeah. Right? It's, it's being okay that it went in a different direction than what you originally thought it should be. Mm-hmm. It's... It's finding gratitude, right? I mean, yeah, it's all this that. whole conversation. It's this whole conversation. Totally. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate Oh, my appreciate God. You. Thanks Where for having me. Where can people follow you? Where can they see all the things that you're doing? At Rachel DeRocher or RachelDeRocher.com. And that will put you to Grateful Grams and the Incubator. Mm-hmm. And um, I put a little newsletter out. I don't know, a couple times a week. Um, And those I use my deck of cards. um, And maybe this will motivate me to get my cards on the website, which they're not. Hell yeah. It's one more thing to do. No, for sure. Um, Yeah. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you, everyone, for coming out. Thank you to all the listeners. When I started this podcast with Andy, we didn't know if anyone except our two friends would listen. So to know that it brings value to people. That you sold out an event. I really appreciate you guys. Thank you to our sheriff of Soundtown. Wouldn't be possible without this. Thank you to Comfort Station for hosting us. And reminder, follow me on Instagram at WhatTheFitPodcast, at Chrissy Grody. Rate, review on iTunes, call the voicemail, contribute to the Patreon. If you can't contribute to the Patreon, just share to your social media. Just post the fuck about it. I really appreciate you. Uh, Love (laughs) you.